Good evening, brothers. Uh, good afternoon, brothers and sisters. Afternoon, Shifu. How are you all today? Good. Okay. Let's see. Uh, can we get everybody to turn on your webcam so I can introduce you if you have not introduced yourself before. Uh, okay. Tun Have you introduced yourself before? Uh, no, that's the uh, second time uh, I'm joining you Ah, I see. Welcome, welcome. Thank you. How did you get to know about the SGC? Oh, it's from my sister. Oh, who is your sister? Uh, I think she's, yeah, there she is, waving her hand. Ah, we are Tun Tun. <laughs> yes. Ah, I see. Welcome, welcome. Uh, let me see who else. Doralyn Go. Ah. Welcome, welcome. How did you get to know about our group, this uh, group cultivation? Me? Uh -huh. Oh, I'm Esther's mom. Oh, Esther's mom. Oh, okay, okay. Hey, today you're not with Esther, huh? <laughs> Welcome again. <laughs> okay, then we have Esther. Uh, uh, separate handphone. And then we have Eric Lim. Eric, would you can you turn on your webcam? Eric, eh? Eric ran away. <laughs> well, that's one way. Uh, Mike, Mike Leo, can you turn on the webcam? Yes. Uh, have you introduced yourself before? Turn on your mic. Hello. Hi. Have you turned on? Uh, have you introduced yourself before? Well, I've been in the chat group for some time, but due to some busy, so I did that. Then. But ah. today is a very rare case for me to attend. Currently, okay. I'm working at the health promotion board and uh, busy with shopping here, shopping there. I'm ah. glad to be part of the team to learn more about Buddhism. Uh -huh. And uh, I've heard about Benora before. Oh, I see. So it's my honor to have the opportunity at the time to be online with you and with the rest of the people to listen to your teaching. Amitabha. Welcome, welcome about. Thank you. So, uh, again, welcome to attend SGC online. Uh, we have our short chanting, short meditation, and uh, somewhat short, short, long, long Dharma sharing. Uh, today, the topic is on greed. Greed. Yeah. Uh, 
as lay Buddhists in our pursuit of uh, worldly goals such as wealth, fame, success, how do we not lose sight of our spiritual goal? So, uh, do you all have greed? Say yes. yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's a matter of degree, yeah? more or less. So, um, in Chinese, we call it Tan, yeah? Uh, a somewhat related term is Yu. Yeah, in Pali, Tan is Loba, and then a related term is Raga. Raga is desire, yeah? Yu. So, they are somewhat synonymous in some cases, um, and oftentimes used together, yeah? So, um, as we know, in the Buddhist teaching, there's the three, the, the three poisons, yeah? uh, the primary defilements, greed, hatred, and delusion. Yeah? Uh, uh, loba, dosa, moha. Yeah? Greed, hatred, delusion. Yeah? So these three are described by the Buddha as the three poisons or the three roots of evil, yeah, uh, because of that. Because they are like poison, they corrupt our mind, it taints our mind. Yeah? They are known as the three roots of evil because of greed, because of evil or delusion. Then people have evil, unwholesome thoughts uh, and they act in evil ways. Yeah? But to start off with the, today's sharing, I would like to share with you all uh, a, uh, a short video on YouTube. <laughs> I used to share short clips here and there um, that illustrates the point. So to, for today's talk, I find something interesting yeah, that I'd like to share with you all. Uh, I hope the audio can come in also, uh, but the audio is just some... Uh, some kind of background music. So let me just share the screen and then uh, you all can uh, see uh, what's the best way. Share screen, share sound. Okay, optimize for video clip. Okay, can you all see the YouTube? Uh, when I share this, how come everybody disappeared? Okay, I think it's because I share. Okay, so I'm going to play. It's about 10 minutes long. I won't play the whole thing. Okay, so the title is Amazing People uh, Helps Cross uh, Helps Across Finish Line. Can you hear the sound? So sit back, relax and... Fire. <coughs> Hang on, uh. let me reshare again.
dir. What do you think of the video? That's quite a bit more. I will share in the Facebook later the link. In fact, you, you will find that there are many, many instances. And in a way, fortunately for YouTube, today we have all these archives up on the internet. Uh, these are not <laughs> these are not part of some movies, uh, or you know, nowadays there's a lot of video clips people act out just to bring up the moral of the story yeah uh, these are actual incidences uh, of individuals rising above competition oh 
Oh, you mean you couldn't hear me all the while? No, sorry, Sufu. I, I was, I want to change your name and then I, I, I muted you. Sorry. You muted me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> which, part, which part of my of my just the very last part very last part. Oh, just the last, last part yeah so we, you see that there are individuals who go beyond our uh beyond the competition yeah beyond just winning yeah uh there is this um and i i actually have been I have this um, YouTube page and another page um, in my browser tab for a few months already. Yeah, uh, this is the truth. Uh. I actually have it on my browser um, for a few months. Every day when I turn on my computer, uh, uh, it, I will see it there. Yeah, and I've been think thinking when to share this. Yeah. Uh, it started off with um, with this other guy. Um, I'm going to share with you on this page. Mm. Uh, and and this is actually a very interesting uh, incident. So I first saw this on YouTube and uh, on Facebook rather. There was a there was a those short short video, and then it talked about this guy, this athlete. Uh, even Fernandez Anaya, yeah. So the 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 guy behind with the green singlet, he was running the marathon, and the guy in front with the red color vest and blue shorts, uh, both are very good runners, yeah. And in the run itself, the black man actually was winning, but at some point he got confused. Yeah, he got confused with the signs. Um, and what happened was that he thought that he has finished the race. So he started to slow down. Yeah. So um, the, the guy in the green vest behind, he, he noticed him slowing down before he actually reached the finishing line. So instead of just overtaking him and run right now, he actually told him, you haven't finished, go, go in front. <laughs> So when I first saw the video clip, I was a bit skeptical. Yeah, those of you who have attended enough of my class, you know, uh, I'm strangely enough quite a skeptic. <laughs> yeah, most people will think, I, uh, you know, if you are religious, confirm full of faith, anything good, have faith, but you will have faith. Yeah, people send you anything that is wholesome, positive, then you will just share. Yeah, you you. I mean, some people have this idea, right? Yeah, but those who know me long enough, you know that I'm quite a skeptic. Yeah, some would say maybe even cynical. <laughs> uh, how strange, cynical monk. <laughs> so when I saw it, I was a bit like, hmm, is it real or is it fake? Is this for real? So I went and searched on the internet. Then I saw wow, a lot of articles about this, and but even when I saw a lot of articles. I don't immediately just believe. So I went and read through a few, and I realized that uh, some of these are actually um, actual news report. You know, because sometimes people, there are some strange people who, who just take one random photo and then 
spin one story about it. But actually, the background is nothing to do with the story. But this one turned out to be real. Yeah, so I'm going to just scroll down and just highlight a few things. Uh. Yeah, so as they entered the finishing straight, he saw the Kenya, Kenyan uh, runner, yeah, the certain winner of the race, mistakenly pull up about uh, 10 meters before the finish, thinking he had already crossed the line. Fernandez Anaya quickly caught up with him, but instead of exploiting Motai's mistake, to speed pass and claim an unlikely victory, he stayed behind and using gestures, guided the Kenyan to the line and let him cross first. <laughs> oh, when I first read this, I almost teared. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you can write a script about this, right? But it's not real, right? Yeah. But this is real life, though, and between first and second, the price money usually is a large gap, you know. Yeah. And sometimes if you are representing your country, you have to face your country. You know? <laughs> and, and maybe, you know, I mean, there's a lot of pressure and stress. So at that moment, for this person to decide, no, I cannot win in this way. Oh, I was like, oh, how admirable. Yeah. So when he was interviewed, he said, I didn't deserve to win it. I did what I had to do. Yeah, he was the rightful winner. So the, the, this 24-year-old Fernandez, he know that that guy, he, he's, he's, he's actually ahead. <laughs> he can actually win. It's just that he got confused where that, and he thought he has finished. That's why he slowed down. Yeah. But instead of taking advantage, he actually told his competitor, they are competitors, ma. they are not from the same team. You know? Yeah. So after I saw this, I started got, getting curious because when I, then I searched on YouTube, um, because I wanted to get actual footages. Yeah. But so far, I found that most footages are of them just running uh, because the moment when they got confused, um, they, is, is some distance away from the finishing line. Usually cameras are pointed at the finishing line. So that photo that you see over here, uh, this is one of the most common one that you see. Yeah. And because I went to YouTube to search, so I found a lot more <laughs> of such clips. And the one that I shared earlier is, uh, is one of them. Yeah. And so I, I kept it on, on my browser tab for a while. Um, uh, in a way, because I wanted to, I, I, I wondered when is a good time to share. Yeah. And in a way, it kind of served as a reminder yeah, that winning is not everything. And so when, the, when this topic of greed came up, yeah, uh, I thought oh, this is a timely opportunity to share this video. When we think about greed, um, it's mostly about what we want. Yeah, for the most part, it's about what we want, what I want, uh, and from what I want, what benefit can I get? Is well, well, we're not very complicated people. It's more or less about that. It's about our desires. Yeah, what we want. 
Um, and oftentimes then uh, it leads to it leads us to do things yeah without consideration on the impact of on others yeah. and through that process then we may do something that is harmful to others and in the long term detrimental to ourselves what we have seen in the video yeah, um, and many more yeah, many more thanks to uh, modern handphone <laughs> yeah I believe some of these were taken just by random people. Some of these are by press, yeah. Uh, but because of the internet of YouTube, you just put it up. We can see many examples, fine examples of human quality, of good, wholesome human quality, rising above greed, above self-interest. Yeah. You'll notice that in the first video, uh, some of them are teammates. Right, uh, and when we think about it, we may think, no, they are teammates, uh, they are helping each other. But you must know that even though you are, you are teammates, uh, whoever wins <laughs> actually matters. Uh. Yeah. And at the same time, in the first video, you will see that not all of them are teammates. Some of them are just different individuals. What struck me quite a bit about the first video is also you'll notice that in the last segment of what I shared, there was this uh, uh, black guy who was who collapsed and he was like rolling all over. Huh? And while he was struggling, yeah, uh, there were at least two or three runners that ran past him without stopping. Yeah, I'm, I'm not highlighting this to shame them. Huh? Okay. Uh, but to highlight that, to not stop is more often than not the norm. You know, to not stop is more often than not the norm. And that's what makes the fact that that guy decided to stop even more remarkable. Yeah. So the question is, do you want to be the norm? You know, they call it the red race, right? Just be one of the red. Run. <laughs> Yeah, or do you want to be to live your life differently? Yeah. In a way, it's not a difficult choice, huh? Yeah, but can be a bit tough, especially at the heat of the moment. Again, I don't say that the those who just ran ahead that they are evil or bad. Yeah. Uh, but the, the challenge and the question is how do we remember to stop? How do we remember to stop in our pursuit when we need to stop? When we need to stop. Uh, whenever we talk about greed, I would quote uh, Bhante Dhammaratana. <laughs> uh, don't be mistaken, I'm not saying that Bhante is greedy. Uh, but I, I always remember what he mentioned at one of the uh, event uh, and he shared uh, he was uh, asked to to give a speech and then he talked about material pursuit his opening kind of stunned me uh, I thought he has gone crazy <laughs> he started out saying a lot of people say that 
uh, material pursuit is bad. I disagree. <laughs> say, material pursuit is good. What's wrong with it? Through material pursuit, then we improve our life. Nothing wrong with that. What is wrong is if all you do is do material pursuit. I say, ah, oh, <laughs> twist. <laughs> well, that's the hallmark of a good story. <laughs> yeah, have a twist. <laughs> if, uh, if you live a life purely in pursuit of material success, uh, and especially just material success for yourself, then <laughs> you're, you're just a robot, you know. Yeah. You, 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 are, you are single dimension. Yeah. Only material success, material pursuit. And then he said, we must not forget spiritual pursuit, spiritual development. <clears throat> the trouble is um, easy to forget. Uh. Easy to forget. Uh, when we first start off working, uh, I think by the looks of it, most of you all have long started working. Uh, has worked until you are jaded, all the jaded faces. Huh? Is it true? Let me see your jaded faces. <laughs> uh, I think Marcel is still quite unjaded. Ongjit haven't started work. Yeah, still still look quite pure. You know, this morning I was sharing with the with the P primary school kids. Yeah, and I don't know whether you all have noticed noticed this. Uh, when you teach in class, right? you know the age of the people. But online, it's very hard to tell, especially for kids. Because online, right, all of them look as big as you. <laughs> yeah, because on the webcam, some of them look even bigger. Yeah, but I told them, I said, one look, I know you are young kids. And they're like, yeah, you look at... Some people, physically, they look more mature. Some, they look younger. But there's one part of the features you can't escape, the eyes. <laughs> young people have young eyes. Now you see Marcel, no matter how he, he tried to make himself look more mature, the eyes, Gina eyes, very pure, very, still, still not, not, um, not traumatized yet. <laughs> not, not much, lah. not saying not, not, no traumatized. There are no trauma, but not much. Uh, you look at the rest, all with scars. <laughs> not physical, but the, the look. Uh, the rest not so innocent anymore. <laughs> no, not, not, not that you are not innocent. But there is, there's a lot of story behind the eyes. Yeah, Marcel, very simple. The story, very simple. Yeah, the, eyes, the, the story that the eyes tell, very simple. So quite very good to, for cultivation. Yeah, but difficult to uh, cultivate also. Yeah, because maybe heaven it have enough suffering. <laughs> yeah, so think about it. Uh, the rest of you who have worked for some number of years, 
yeah uh easy or not yeah when you compare yourself now versus when you first started work is it the same not the same no not the same not so not so the same yeah uh, maybe initially we are still like myself the eyes very fresh yeah and then you just chung uh, but over time, you get back one time, two times, three times, what until your eyes blur already. <laughs> yeah. Then after a while, do you still want to chong? Yes. Yeah. But you you are more selective on what you chong. Yeah. Chong means uh, you strive. Yeah. You still strive, but you are more selective. But it depends on what you experience and what is your mindset. Yeah. Uh, but sometimes you chong 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 chong, you forget why you are doing all this. Then your so-called I I I some, sometimes hesitate to say that people are greedy, you know. How many of you are greedy? I don't think so. Like. Yeah. Oh Sak Sakyang says he's she's greedy. Danny also says she he's greedy. Huh? Uh, Marcel also quickly raised the hand. Why do I say that I don't think you are greedy? Oh, Hui Hui also raised the hand. Hui Hui raised hand to say that she's greedy. Uh. <laughs> I think most of you are not really greedy. Yeah. Uh, in a way, but in a way also greedy. <laughs> I think most of you are not greedy because. Uh, if you compare re relatively, then you are less greedy. Yeah. Uh, so Hui Hui says, have subtle seeds of greed in the mind. Oh yes, of course. Yeah, we all have subtle seeds of greed. Um, the trouble, the question is, so does it mean that uh, pursuing for success itself is greed? So then we all should all stop work. Lah. Huh? Today is Sunday, tomorrow tender. Give one month notice. By July, quit your job. Then every day we can have SGC. <laughs> and after three months or six months, all of you cannot connect online really. Why? Because no money to pay for the bills. Then <laughs> all of you say, Sifu. I think we must get one thing out of the way first. Okay, we have to be clear about uh, the fact that as lay people, uh, there is a need for you all to pursue material gain. Right? Yeah, if you all don't work, then how? You all also go on arms round. Can or not? Huh? Then Buddhism would be banned in Singapore. <laughs> Imagine uh, we are 31.6% or something. So that's one about one third of Singapore population. If all Buddhists go on arms round, Singapore collapse. <laughs> Can or not? So please continue working. So how do we define greed? At what which point do you say that okay? This is clearly greed. 
does it mean that if you work hard at do work hard at work, then it's greed? Does it mean that you do OT, then it's greed? Or does it mean that if you don't do OT, it's not greed? Yeah. Uh, what about if if you take your own sweet time to do your work, then it's not greed? Does it mean it's not greed? <laughs> yeah. Your boss asks you to finish the project in uh, two weeks, and then you after two weeks, your boss asks you, so how is it? Is it done? Boss, don't be so greedy. Lah. Huh? Uh, we should live in the moment. Huh? Uh, live in the moment. Uh, watch your breath. Uh, boss, you, are, you, are, you, look, you look like you're getting upset. Huh? Uh, you're not mindful of your Vedana. Uh, be mindful of your Sankara. Huh? Be mindful. <laughs> Next thing you, you know, your boss tells you, okay, go and see HR. Huh? HR will tell you how to be mindful while you are uh, being suspended. <laughs> uh, that's why I say, in my opinion, I think most of you are not greedy. Yeah, in a way. Because just working for your livelihood uh, is, is just sustaining yourself. Yeah. Now the question is, then what is greed? Hmm. What is greed? Yeah. Uh, yeah, what, what is greed? I'm asking you all. Eh? <laughs> huh? So if, if working for your livelihood, that's not greed, then what is greed? Uh, when you go to the food court and then uh, you take one more scoop of chili, even though usually you just finish half a scoop, but you take two scoops of chili, is that greed? But what happens if you just do it mindlessly? You know, just out of habit, while you are scooping the chili, you talk to your colleague, then you just scoop. Is that still considered greed? Zhen Ying, where is Zhen Ying? Zhen Ying, Zhen Ying, ah, Zhen Ying. So you say it's greed when you are wishing for more than what you need. The same sounds like it. Huh? I mean, would you all agree that greed is when you wish for more than what you need? So then the question is, what do we need? We need air, right? More precisely, oxygen. But pure oxygen will kill us also, so we cannot. <laughs> yeah. The composition of 70% oxygen in, in, in the air is pretty good. Mm. Yeah. We need food, we need water, we need clothing. Uh, what else do we need? We need some basic amenities. Yeah. In Chinese, 衣食住药, yeah, our clothing, our food, medicine, uh, lodging, and medicine. Ever ask, what if we finish the two spoons of chili? Yeah. Then is it still Greek? Because some people eat more chili. Ma. I know of this student. Wow. One, one saucer filled to the brim of red chili. Not enough. One more. And <laughs> like just talking about it, my, my mouth starts to salivate. <laughs> Not out of uh, Greek, but out of fear. 
I think I think with age, you can't take too much spice. When I was in my twenties and thirties, spice wow kick uh. Nowadays, I can still take, but it it feels more like a bit of like slapping yourself, you know, like <laughs> slapping your <the> mouth. <laughs> yeah, but what if you can finish the two spoons of chili? Is it still green? Because if that is not green, then the person who spent a lot of money, yeah, and as a result, worked very hard to earn a lot of money, is also not greedy, ma, because he used up whatever he earned. Ma. Right. So it is, would, that, would that be an accurate description of greed? So why is greed? Why is greed? In the end, nobody knows why it's good. Everybody, do you all know the three roots of evil? Yes. Greed, uh, hatred, delusion. Uh, everybody knows. Uh, basic defilement. Tan chen si. Then when you really go down to it, why is good? Don't be shy. Share. Share what you all think is good. Hmm. <coughs> Uh, oh, sorry. Yeah, Shifu, I, I look up in the dictionary, I think. I will look up dictionary. <laughs> okay, I think up. it's quite quite accurate. Okay, okay. You you hang on, uh. you look up dictionary dictionary, then tell, tell me earlier, Ma, you know that we are supposed to compare dictionary. <laughs> okay, hang on, uh, hang on. Jing uh. Zhen says greed can be a form of obsession. Uh, we can say that obsession can arise from greed. It can arise from hatred also. It can arise from delusion also. Albert says it depends on the state of the mind <clears throat> when you have a thought or do an action. Okay. So Marcel, enlighten us with the dictionary definition, right? Okay, I cite exactly from the dictionary. Uh, a strong desire for more wealth, possessions, power, etc. than a person needs. Hmm. So it's, it's still basically uh, what Zhen Ying actually um, suggested. Right? That you're wishing for more than what you need. Yeah. But we still come back to the question of so exactly what do we need? Yeah. And um, is there a standard for everybody? Yeah. Like for example, in Singapore, uh, if a, a person uh, is having a car, a form of greed, is it a form of greed or not? Yeah, because when you say need, right, then question is, okay, so to what extent Walking is a form of transport. Cycling is also a form of transport. Motorcycle, bus, MRT. Yeah. How about calling Grab? Is that a form of greed? Sunday, not so clear. Huh? Um, Li Hui asked, or oh, Saikyang uh, uh, mentioned, greed is you get what you want, but you want more. Uh, so 
Mm, that's an interesting point. So what if a person want to be the, the master of the universe and all he wants is to be master of the universe? So is that greedy? <laughs> but he, he, all he wants is to be master of the universe. He never wants more. Then is it still greedy? Li Hui says, depends. If he depends on it for livelihood. Uh, so a taxi driver, a grab driver, uh, wanting a car wouldn't be considered greedy because that's his livelihood. <clears throat> so everybody else who owns a car is greedy. Would it be correct? <laughs> so only, only computer engineers can have a computer. The rest of you are, are greedy people. Oh, no, no. Those who use computers for work is not greedy. <laughs> so the rest of you who have handphone but don't use it for work are greedy. You notice that then you, the boundaries are not so easy to define. Huh? Or when they are on an endless pursuit on chasing what they want without realizing that it's harming them. Uh, so if it's not endless pursuit, then it's not greedy. <laughs> Actually, I understand greed as one thing, regardless of for whatever motivation. Ah, this is interesting. So as long as you want, then it's greed, regardless of your motivation. So how about if you want enlightenment? Is it still greed? Great for enlightenment. Ah, nirvana. <laughs> uh, so, how many of you are greedy for nirvana? <clears throat> uh, that's that's a term for it actually. That's a term for it. So we have just now we have low bar right, which is greed. Then we have desire, which is raga. And another term. <clears throat> is chanda, which is also a form of desire, but it's desire for spiritual development, for wholesomeness. Yeah. So in the, in the Pali text uh, or in the Buddha's time, the Buddha and the monks, they make a distinction that when you have desire for worldly pursuits, yeah, that is, um, that leads to samsaric existence, then it's considered raga, the, the desire, loba raga. Whereas if you your pursuit is directed towards spiritual progress, towards um, the eradication of desire, yeah, towards enlightenment, then it's considered chanda. Uh, towards chanda. Mm. Wow. See now when you talk about greed, uh, wow, all very responsive. Yeah. Talk about emptiness. Ah, that's very cheap. Uh. Uh, talk about no self. Uh, the eyes become blank. <laughs> really self disappear. <laughs> talk about greed. Wow, now very good. So, uh, Sankyang says, think then when, when uh, think then we have the basic necessity and luxury. Good to have and must have to survive. Mm. Yeah, so it boils down to this. What is needs and what is wants, right? Uh -huh. 
Marcel says, those who own supercars seem greedy to you. Yeah. Uh, some of them may actually feel that they are already uh, below the poverty line. They can only own a, a Maserati instead of Bugatti or something. <laughs> I just anyhow make this name uh, because I heard from, from some students. <laughs> in my time, we never hear of these names before. These names are only heard in recent past three to five years for me. Yeah. In our time, wow, if you drive a BMW, it's a big deal already. Yeah. Uh, in Singapore, in our time, uh, when I was in JSC, there was one art teacher who drove a Porsche. Yeah. But it's a very old Porsche. Yeah. And because her family is well off. Yeah. And in Singapore, you can almost like count the number of Porsche in Singapore, you know? Yeah, not to mention Ferrari. Ferrari is only, you go to Katong Shopping Center, yeah? Then the one of the shop, or you go to Parkway, there's a shop that sells Affix. Yeah, so you see the Ferrari in the box. <laughs> not on the road. Singapore road, last time you cannot find Ferrari. Nowadays, yeah, you go Orchard, sometimes students invite me for lunch, then we happened last time, uh, when there's no lockdown. <laughs> uh, oh, uh, what happened? Uh? Is that a car show? No, just normal day. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Times have changed. Greed uh. is like drinking too much seawater. So drink a bit, lah. don't drink too much. <laughs> uh, but yes, in some teachings, uh, greed is described in this way. Yeah, that our desire cannot be quenched. Yeah, trying to satisfy our desire, satisfy our greed is like drinking seawater, drinking salt water. You cannot quench yourself. So what you need depends on what you think you need, and this can be blurry due to delusion. Yes, very good point, Albert. Yeah. No, that's why I keep on asking: Is there a standard definition of what you need? Yeah, and that's why I also mentioned the rich fellow may think that him getting just a Bugatti is actually being poor already. <laughs> uh, now, you, you may think that this is ridiculous, right? But take a step back. How many of you uses a toilet bowl at home? All of you should raise your hand. Right? What is that to think about? <laughs> uh, I think all of us should have a toilet bowl at home. Huh? Yeah, not in the living room, huh? in the toilet. Huh? So <laughs> the fact that you have a toilet bowl at home, you are considered living in luxury compared to some people in the third world country. Right? Yeah, because for them, toilet is a hole in the ground. Yeah, they only see toilet bowl in the city, in the hotel. <laughs> Normal homes don't have toilet bowl. Yeah, so if they come to Singapore and they see all of us like, huh, this is public housing. All of you are so living in luxury. <laughs> huh? yeah. And you still talk about cultivation. What kind of cultivation is this? Also, uh, a bit tricky. Huh? Those who buy supercars could use that money to help others and just get a normal car for themselves. Yeah, Alison says that. Edward says, greed should be doing something exclusively for oneself. Ah, so this is this part is interesting. <clears throat> oh. 
Notice just now about the, the greed and desire is towards worldly and mainly to satisfy yourself, right? Then the pursuit for spiritual attainment. Ah, this part can be a bit tricky uh, because if you are seeking arahanhood, some would argue and say that's just for yourself. Yeah, uh, but uh, in turn, by purifying yourself, you benefit others. Also, it's not totally just for yourself. Also, oh, I'm getting a lot. What you need depends on. Okay, Mike Leo says many people take want as need. Yep, like I want chicken rice versus I need chicken rice. Yeah. Yeah. So when you are so used to it, you start to think that what you want is actually what you need. Yeah. Uh, now the question is, is it wrong for lay people to pursue your want? Is there any sutta that says you shouldn't pursue your want? <clears throat> Did the Buddha tell Anatta Pindika <clears throat> that he should not pursue his want? No, right? In fact, the Buddha in, <clears throat> in the Anguttara Nikaya, he stated that for lay people, there are like, don't know, four or five types of happiness. The first being happiness from um, accumulating wealth, yeah, through your hard-earned uh, work. Yeah, by sweat of brow, you earn your wealth. Now, that's the first kind of happiness. The second is using that wealth to buy things for yourself and your family members. That's the second kind of happiness. But he never stipulate whether it is want or need. Or am I wrong? Did I? Is there any suttas that you all can recall? But the Buddha say, oh, uh, want versus need. Not really. Uh. But of course, in many places, you also see the Buddha saying that um, that <clears throat> while you pursue that, uh, you must you should also uh, reflect on how they are impermanent, subject to change, subject to suffering. That contentment that you should have contentment. But you notice that most of the time when talking about contentment, uh, the Buddha directs this to the monastics. Hmm. Yeah, many times to monastics. So then, does it mean that lay people don't have to be contented? <laughs> At the first place, why do we want to remove greed? After all, there are some people who say, Greed is what allows human beings to progress. If you are not greedy, then you cannot progress. Oh yeah, that's why life is complicated. Huh? I think you all are hoping that Sifu will just tell you the magic answer. Just do this, tut, 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 then okay, end of talk. But this Sifu is very complicated, <laughs> very mafan. Tell you can but cannot. Cannot but actually can. 
Why do I do that? Easy for me to just tell you that, oh, just leave, uh, like, don't, don't try to pursue anything, you know? Uh, just go for the minimum, the bare minimum. Uh, the trouble with this statement is, uh, for many of you, I can see you have been learning Dharma for a while. Yeah? Uh, enough for you to appreciate the value of simplicity of life. Enough for you to appreciate that while not all of you are ready for monastic life, you see the value of um, not just feeding the desire and greed. That's yeah. About that is enough. You see the value in that. So for those of you who can understand this, who can appreciate this, whether through wisdom or through age or experience, yeah, or maybe out of faith, because Sufu say so, you just agree. <laughs> yeah. Either way, um, then the, the message is very simple, right? Yeah, and you already know. But there are those who are new to the teachings. If they hear this, they may feel like, ah, so, so the perception and the, the story I heard about Buddhism is true. Lah. Huh? Just tell people to not do anything, just go for the minimum, then just lay back and <laughs> surrender. <laughs> because there are different aspects of the teachings for different people at different stages. Right? Uh, so for those who are who there are those who are still not ready for this. Yeah, just as not all of you are ready to just resign and go and become a monk or not. Right? Does it mean that the teaching for lay people then is wrong? It's not wrong because it is the teachings for lay people are for those who are not ready for monastic life. Right? Likewise, if the Buddha gave teachings for lay people, then why did he still give teachings for monastics? It's because it's suitable for monastics, for those who want to go on the express track towards enlightenment. Yeah. So likewise, even within lay order, the, the lay group, there are those who are not ready to give up so much of their desire. Yeah. Who still want to occasionally drive their Ferrari. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so then how? Oh, Sifu, you're encouraging people to be greedy. Huh? How? I, I think I should still say, uh, at least keep it in check. Keep what in check. Keep our desires in check. I don't say that you shouldn't buy. Yeah. Uh, to you, maybe buying a Ferrari is greedy. But to others, you buying a new handphone is greedy. Yeah. So how? So keep it in check. Ask yourself, uh, do you really need it? If you don't buy it, is it okay? Will you die? <laughs> yeah. If you die, then please go and buy it. Sifu. <laughs> Your definition becomes suddenly becomes stricter. <laughs> At least try first, lah. Even though Sifu say that, will you really do it? You won't do it also. Uh. 
So I must say higher mark. <laughs> but so far we are talking about material things. Yeah. And in a way, material things uh actually not so difficult to overcome. Yeah, not so difficult to overcome. Uh, I would say there are other forms of greed also. Uh, for example, there are those who greed for affirmation from others. There are those who greed for company. There are those who greed for affection, for attention. Yeah? There are those who greed for recognition, for fame. Yeah? But, and likewise for all this, it's a, it's a spectrum. You know? And it becomes tricky where you draw the line. We can quite clearly say that, oh, those who are always trying to go for the limelight, yeah, uh, then we can say that that's quite clearly reaching the direction of grit. But how about, like, let's say, in a family, if the husband seeks the affirmation from the wife, is that grit? Or how about if the wife hopes that the husband will, will give her more affection or attention. Yeah. How much is greed? How much of that want is greed? Will the husband or wife die if they don't get affection? Actually, won't right, won't die also, right? If they become so sad, they go and commit suicide, that's not a direct consequence. Uh. Okay? Yeah. I mean, I, I don't mean to dismiss or be dismissal of such uh, tragedy, okay? Yeah. But where do you draw the line? Yeah. And that's why I say it's, it's really actually not the easy subject. Not easy subject. Perhaps one easy way to find out is instead of asking yourself, if you don't get it, will you die? Ask yourself, if you don't get it, will you suffer? Yeah. Are you miserable if you don't if you fail to get it? If you do, uh, is it an objective suffering? For example, it's a food. If I don't get food, I will also suffer. And does it mean it's greed? <laughs> uh, no, that's objective suffering. That means other than your discrimination. If you don't eat, you, you suffer because your body starts to feel hunger, it feels pain, and you, you become weak and so on. Whereas not getting a new handphone, you are not objectively suffering, you are subjectively suffering. Ah. So this is one of the features of greed. That if you don't get it, you know, you don't satisfy it, you start to suffer. Yeah. And in the pursuit of it, you are actually suffering. So this part is a bit difficult. This part is a bit difficult. Yeah. That in the pursuit of what you want, you are actually starting to suffer already. But this part is difficult to detect, difficult to see. But they are related. Because um, if you try to pursue and you fail, easy to see that you, you suffer. But the fact that you want to pursue is also because you're not having it. Ma. So the suffering actually starts 
at the point where you decide when you have a desire. Yours, your, I don't know whether you all see this. Uh. When you have a desire, then you pursue, and then you maybe you get it or you don't get it. Yeah. If you get it, you seem to enjoy, you seem to be happy. If you don't get it, you suffer, right? So, but this suffering of not getting it actually started at the point where you have desire. So our impetus to pursue is because of this suffering of not having it. And that suffering is due to our desire. This part is a bit tricky, but it's linked to the, the end, end suffering when you, do, when you pursue and you fail. So that's one another way by, uh, by examining the features yeah, of our mental states. But then you know whether this is real or not real. That means, is, is the suffering an objective state or is it due to our, you know, mental uh, agitation? Further, that desire itself is agitative to the calmness of the mind. And this part is even harder to observe as suffering. Yeah, this part is even tougher. Why? Because we are, we are so used to linking desire with the happiness of obtaining our desire, we think that it is happiness. But actually the second happiness is also not real happiness. Now the Buddha described it as scratching a sore. Yeah? That when you satisfy your desire, the, the pleasure you get yeah, is like a person with an open wound and then you scratch it. A leper, the, the body, you know, the skin start to rot and then they scratch. Uh, you get, oh, oh, yeah. I mean, of course, in Singapore, leprosy has been wiped out. Huh? So when you all get mosquito bite, yeah, Singapore is quite common, right? When you get mosquito bite and you scratch yourself, oh, now try, try to scratch yourself, scratch, uh, scratch. Scratch, ah, you try. Maybe it's quite nice. <laughs> is it nice? Not much feeling, right? It's just a scratchy sensation, right? Just a scratchy feeling. Yeah, but nothing much. But all it takes is one mosquito. Tung. <laughs> then you scratch. Oh. Wow. <laughs> ah, hi, ah. <laughs> yeah, so... Satisfying our desire or greed, if you will, uh, is like scratching the open wound, like scratching the mosquito itch. Uh, so one way is to examine the mental qualities yeah, uh, that arises. Then you can distinguish whether it is greed or not. Uh, if you can do that, then quite naturally, you would relate to your desire or object of desire. You would relate to greed, the object of your greed, somewhat differently. Until then, our attempts will be limited, will be constrained. 
because you still haven't seen the agitation that desire and greed causes brings to our mind. All the defilements agitates our mind. They all do that. Yeah. And that's why if you want to attain enlightenment, you need to put an end to greed, hatred, delusion. Yeah. Does it mean that those who don't want to attain enlightenment don't need to? <laughs> well, up to them all, right? Yeah. Even if you want to attain enlightenment, it's still up to you, isn't it? Yeah. You may say you want to attain enlightenment, but if you don't want to, what can Sifu do, right? Yeah. It's up to individuals. In those who work on their desire and greed, in those they will find inner peace. They will find tranquility. Otherwise, there's no end. And that's why just now I said um, it's not easy. Because there are those who are who are not interested in removing greed. Yeah, because they are at a stage where they haven't had enough satisfaction from their greed. <laughs> You know, yeah. so you, you tell them, ah, greed is suffering. Yeah? You don't know what is masterful. You don't know what is enjoyment. That's why huh? you, you think greed is suffering. Ay, you poor thing. Uh, you know, huh? Your life without enjoyment. <clears throat> yeah. So, Really, Buddhism is not for everybody. Yeah. Not that we don't we want to try. Uh. Our percentage just dropped from 33 to 31 point something. And not that we want to try, but the truth is not everybody wants to do it. Yeah. We can't force people to, to, to want enlightenment. They must experience the suffering of grief. Then they were like, oh, something is wrong here. Something is wrong here. So let's come back to the topic again. How do we not lose sight of our spiritual goal? How? On one hand, listen to more Dharma talk. <laughs> uh, every Sunday, 1.30 p.m. Yeah. Every morning, 6.30, join us for meditation. Yeah. How not to lose sight? Associate with good spiritual friends. Uh, such as one another. Yeah, then when you <coughs> walk a bit too far, they will pull you back. Yeah. If you associate with all the Bugatti friends, <laughs> uh, it, 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 it's true, you know? Yeah, it's true. When I was working among my peers, like, they, they were all playing golf. So, so then one day, one of them um, actually passed me a golf club and said, come join me at the driving range, you know? And then even, so yeah, I started playing. Yeah. And then it's like, hey, quite interesting. Uh. There's small little ball. Ding. First time, totally miss. My career is like, don't worry, it's normal. <laughs> Of course, I'm not saying whether it's great or not great. Uh, but my point is, 
many times the people you associate with, that becomes the normal. And that is very difficult to see whether you are actually exceeding what you really need or not. Yeah. And sometimes you are in the midst of it, hard to see the agitation because that this becomes the new norm. Yeah. All my colleagues, because we are in a tech industry, whenever the latest, greatest thing come up, we are the first to go and chong and get it. Do you know that at one point, when the first color LCD screen handphone came out, Sony Ericsson T30i or something, me and my colleague, uh, Ronald Yu, wow, we chong down with I drove and then we went together. We went to, uh, where is that? Uh? Was it Orchard? Singtel or something? We went to, down to one place. Out of stock. Uh. <laughs> so yeah, we were so desperate. Now when I think about it, it's like, wow, oh, hey, crazy, you know. When it first released, immediately, see the newspaper, it bleeds, chong out. <laughs> Drive down. <laughs> yeah, I went down to the, to the outlet, out of stock and we are so hard pressed we asked can you help us check which other outlet have it we were like must get it today <laughs> quite clearly this is greed uh, and desire also we went down to another outlet wow luckily they still have it and they have two colors gold and silver but i i don't fancy gold so my colleague was kind enough he said you don't go, uh. never mind, I take the gold, uh, you can have the silver. I was like, wow, so happy. So you got the same model. <laughs> and yeah, that color screen, don't, don't think it's like that. Uh. It's once is the is the candy bar type, and the screen is only what 240 by 320 pixels. And it's not OLED, what is TFT? <laughs> I think it pays, don't know. Maybe close to 1k or something like that. It's crazy. <clears throat> but it didn't feel, and that was back in about 20, 21, hey, 21 years ago. <laughs> now it's 2021, huh? Yeah, about 20, 21 years ago. Crazy, you know. But when you're in the midst of it, hey, hey that's just the norm. Next thing you know, one of the colleagues said, Today we're going to go and go to Simlim. You know why? We're going to get, go and get a digital camera. And because all of us have, have disposable income, right? So one person say, want to get digital camera? Come, let's go. <laughs> Lunchtime, go over Simlim Square, have lunch, and then just go and buy. And then the best thing is, me and another colleague, we decided to get the Nikon. Yeah. And uh, my boss, sometimes maybe they watch, uh, let's call him up, Shong Sing. Yeah, Charlene and Shong Sing. We, we are very, uh, they're very nice colleagues. Uh. So Shong Sing bought the digital Xs, uh, Canon digital Xs. And then the two of us, me and Charlene, we bought the Canon. <clears throat> well, the Canon have, have uh, interchangeable lens. That was in 2000. That was very clearly 21 years ago. Then went back to the office, played with it. And then just within half an hour of coming back, <clears throat> I started regretting. 
because the 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 lens can be interchanged, right? But it's a custom lens, so you can only get those from Nikon, and it makes the whole camera quite bulky. This is all about desire. It's about look and feel. The whole material way is all about that. So I stood up, went over to my colleague's desk, and I look at her. She looked at me without a second word. She was like, are you thinking what I'm thinking? I'm like, yeah, I'm thinking what you're thinking. Let's go. <laughs> went back to the shop, changed for the digital exist, paid a 10% 10 per, 10 restocking fee. Hundred plus dollars just to exchange for we just bought it no, but we went back to the shop. The fellow said you it's already open. We have to ask, we have to charge you a restocking fee. I was like, heck, I'll just pay for it. <laughs> but that was the norm. So it's very hard to see that you are enveloped by greed, you know, by desire. If I don't buy the digital camera, will I die? No, I wouldn't die. Right? Nothing will happen. Will I objectively suffer? I wouldn't. But because that was not everybody was just getting the latest, greatest thing. Yeah, it was a norm. Of course, the excuse we give ourselves is, oh, we are in the tech industry, you know, so we must play the latest toy. <laughs> yeah. But just because you are not in the tech industry doesn't mean you will not be pursuing your own latest toy. So must have must be careful. You must be careful. Yeah. Now I use the second hand the oh, oh. <laughs> But even even after I become a monk, I have to keep myself in check. Yeah, because very easy. Very easy because like now, if I want to get something, I just write on Facebook. If if I don't know, maybe I write, nobody cares. <laughs> but sometimes students will ask me, Sufu, can, can I, do you need anything? Most of the time, you will hear me say, no need, no need. Why? Because I know myself. Yeah. Easy to just give in to the, to the desire, to the grip. So I have to try to keep it in check. Otherwise, no end. Uh. So how much do you all need? Only you know. Yeah. Are you suffering? Only you know. And until you, maybe you don't know. But until you know, you will continue to pursue. Yeah. But one day, hopefully you will know. Uh, then you will say, okay, enough. Enough. Enough of you. I shall have my peace. You shall not decide what I want to do. Until that day, we will follow our desire, run all over the world. Then when, when for example, pandemic happened, we cannot travel, then you suffer. Uh, but if you keep your desire in check, your greed in check, pandemic, yes, there's the fear of, you know, Bad things happen, yeah, but travel lockdown, no problem. No travel, no problem. Cannot go and buy bubble tea, no problem. <laughs> uh, you can be at ease wherever you are, no matter what happens. 
愿消三障诸烦恼，愿得智慧真明了，愿得智慧真明了，不愿罪障悉消除，不愿罪障悉消除，世世常行菩萨道，世世常行菩萨道，阿弥陀佛，阿弥陀佛，起立。